0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to the UTP. I'm Chris Kane, and that was my attempt at an intro song. I tried singing over it, but luckily for you guys, uh, I didn't I didn't leave it on because I cannot sing. I'll be honest, it was bad. I was off beat, and I made the beat, so that was kind of confusing. But thank you once again for being here. We are writing solo dolo, but we do have an interview coming up later this week, so next time you see me, I will have a guest. This is going to be fun. We're going to talk about gifts and i don't mean like gift season for like christmas and that kind of thing i mean gifts like things that you are blessed with that you do really well and that impact the world so i'm bringing this up because i recently had a conversation with a friend i reconnected with and i was told that one of my gifts was connecting to people which is a really flattering thing and you guys know from the pie i'm not the type to pat myself on the back about that kind of stuff and at first I kind of went with it, like, you know, what, well, I do connect with a lot of people. Yeah, it's a gift. But then I had to think more critically and I realized that it really wasn't. It's not something that came particularly naturally. It's definitely not something I did growing up. I was actually the exact opposite. I disconnected from most people because I felt weird. Like I felt weird being a nerd in the hood. I felt weird within my own family. I didn't feel like I really connected. And at school, we were all kind of nerds, I guess, so we, you know, we vibed, but I wasn't the type to, like, just hang out at friend's house and stuff. I've never, like, even when I was a young kid, like 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever, I don't remember just being like, Hey, Mom, I'm going to be at Tommy's house all day. Like, we just never did it. I would maybe see them at, like, the park or the pool, and, you know, I don't mess with the water. But I wasn't the type to really connect with people. I'd never been good on the phone. Even to this day, it's a a work work in progress, you know? But I lose numbers. I forget names fairly easily. It's something that, again, I'm working on. So to hear that, oh, you connect to people, people feel comfortable talking to you, that's a nice gift to have. It made me proud because I know that it's something that I've worked on. Because for some reason, in society, we put a premium on natural talent, and not a premium on people working to be talented. I don't know why. Like, we, we we love the, oh, yeah, it must just come so naturally for you. For Michael Phelps to just be in the water and do all. Yeah, but he also, like, swims eight hours a day. Like, that's not, that's not natural. Yes, he has the feet and the hands and that kind of stuff. But I think when you're not good at something and you work at it. Just like that intro beat. I know it wasn't good. Okay, some of y'all are still laughing at it. It's fine. But it was a 15-minute attempt to make something kind of catchy for you guys. If I sat down and really tried, could I make a beat that's halfway, possibly passable? Maybe. I watched a couple YouTube videos, talked to my boy E, who makes beats. I was like, yo, man, like, how do you do this? And, you know, maybe I can make something. And if I really, really try hard, maybe I can make a beat that's worthwhile. But that little attempt made me happy. And I hope it made y'all happy because I hate just coming on with nothing. Like, I just wanted to give y'all a something. But when you work at something and you get good enough at it that people believe it comes naturally to you, I think that means something. There are people who have claimed to be afraid of public speaking. And then they become speakers. <laughs> they do speaking engagements across the world. That's all they do. Hey, guys, I'm here again. Pay me money. I show up. Y'all do the room and board thing and then we kind of live our life. And people say, man, it must be easy for you to just get up and talk to people. It's like, no, this is a crazy phobia. I hated doing this. I wasn't good at it at first. And you get better with time. You guys know one of my biggest things is technology. And I think I'm slowly (laughs) becoming an average technology person. I'm not allowed to even be like, I'm good. But compared to where I was before, where I couldn't even do like a ringtone, like, I, one of my projects tomorrow, I'll let you guys in on my day-to-day secrets. I have a dentist appointment tomorrow, which I'm not happy about, but whatever. And after I get home, I have to do, well, not have to do, I want to do some QR codes for my business so I could, like, give people samples and then have them, like, buy stuff using the QR code. Now, I didn't know what a QR code was up until, like, a year ago. I'll be honest. Never heard of it. Didn't know what it was. Someone told me about it. Oh, actually, my boy S. St. James he told me about it. And he was like, yo, man, I can give you a QR code for something. I was like, I don't I don't know what you, you're going to send it to me. He's like, just pull your camera out. And then when the page opened, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, yo, son. And he was like, yeah, we all do this. This isn't new. This is like basically a USB at this point. <laughs> and I was so far behind, I hadn't even heard of it. I didn't even know, like, how to go about doing it. And then he showed me how to do it for my social media so if i'm ever out with like some well back when the world was open if i was ever out in the crowd and you know i was doing some comedy thought that i was funny they wanted to follow me if maybe let's say my name was complicated mine isn't which is cool but some people are like john underscore funny guy you know ellipsis like it's all this other stuff he said pull your phone out QR code boom you open to their page now they can follow you that was actually the reason he uh, asked me he made me do it. And I thought that was so cool. And now, a year later, I'm attempting to put QR codes on like little leaflet pieces of paper, package them, send them them to people in hopes of driving business. I'm proud of that. Even if some of you guys are like grow up. <laughs> like do better, Chris. I'm proud of that. And I believe as time goes on, especially as long as we're locked down, I, I fully plan on ridding myself of that. You guys know I'm not good at technology thing to the point where I want people to think, oh, yeah, yeah, you seem like a tech guy. If someone ever calls me a tech guy, I'm coming right on the pod and let you guys know I made it. <laughs> I made it, guys. What you, you have a comedy special coming up? Nah. You on a TV show? Mm, nah. What happened? I'm basically a Geek Squad guy now. You know, they gave me a shirt and everything. Help people reboot their computers, you know, not a big deal. <sighs> that's where that's where I'm trying to go with it. But it comes back to the gifts and talents thing. I really think that I don't it hasn't been taught in schools well because psychologists say basically your brain after I think what age five or seven or something, is kinda of your brain going forward, you know what your disposition is, it's just kind of what you're subject to be. And birth order is what it is. And I think a lot of people use that as an opportunity to just not attempt. There are some parts of you, you probably won't ever be able to change. Like, I don't believe that our makeup is 100% malleable. There's probably some stuff that is, you know, ingrained in there. But I do think a lot of it is. And I've seen people go from shy to the biggest extrovert. I've seen people go from just the biggest narcissists and just a holes to, you know, almost humanitarians. Maybe somewhere in the deep recesses of their soul. Yeah. They still look at themselves in the mirror like, Yeah, you got it. (laughs) But they've made drastic changes. And one my favorite show to this day is still House. And one of the biggest things of House is him constantly saying people don't change and it's really like his big one of his biggest archetypes is that he is brilliant but miserable unchanged but is afraid to change because he doesn't want to ruin the one part of himself he likes right and most of the show was spent with him on the line should i change how much can i change and there's an episode, I'm getting kind of into the weeds. If you haven't seen the show, this is spoiler alert, but also it went off the air like nine years ago. So, okay. <laughs> so he's the main character whose leg is not atrophied. Like he basically had an infarction where blood flow stopped in his leg and he had to cut out like half of his leg. So the reason he's limping is because he literally just doesn't have the muscle in the leg. So he's constantly in pain and it makes him more miserable. But he was kind of miserable before the leg. And at one point, I want to say in season three, he gets the opportunity to take this treatment. And the treatment makes his leg better. But he's he's not as sharp. Like, he's not as uh, brilliant as he normally is. And he basically has to make a choice between not being in pain and being a brilliant doctor. And all he talked about for the, basically the whole show is, I just don't want to be in pain. He's popping Vicodin incessantly. And at the end of the day he chooses to be brilliant which means he's chosen a life of misery and it's actually very sad Laurie is tremendous in the role of course but he was worried about changing too much because his whole identity was being smart so i don't want to lose that part of me even if i get to be happier they brought it back later when he was dating uh cuddy what is it season six maybe where she made him a worse doctor because he was trying to spare her feelings while trying to do his job. And then it became, I love you, but, you know, I'm a worse doctor dating you. And you had to kind of figure out, do I want to be loved and be happy? Or do I just want to be miserable And each chose misery again? But I hear a lot of people talk about things they can't do, things they can't be. This is just the way I am. And these are people like in their 20s and early 30s. If you're 75, yeah, you're probably... Um, you're probably done <laughs> you're probably done you've uh you've done a lot so if you're like 25 30 and it's just i don't know i'm just hard nosed. that's just the way i am and it's like i don't that's a you gotta do better maybe you don't know how to do better that's reasonable if you just said i want to change i don't know how to i think that's a perfectly fine place to be we don't all know the all the answers That's why we talk to people who've been there. We talk to our parents. We talk to mentors. Talk to people in the field that you're attempting to probably break into. There's a lot of things we don't know. But to just assert that this is the way I am, I don't know, man. I've been convincing myself. And again, I'm I'm also guilty of this. So don't think I'm just out here attacking y'all and I'm over here high and mighty, over here making beats and whatnot. You you can call me Timbo 2.0, you know. I'll call Timbaland later, send him that five-second snippet, see what he says about it. <laughs> it's like, yo, Timbaland, check this out. He'll be like, ah, this sucks. But I've been convincing myself for basically 15 years that I just can't be good with technology. This is one of my things. I actually tried and have tried many times to overcome my pool and bodies of water fear thing. And it gets to a certain point, but maybe I just haven't stuck to it long enough, but... That was something i definitely was like i don't want to be afraid of the pool anymore right so i've gotten into water a handful of times i was doing weekly lessons for probably two or three months at one point to try to get over it so i thought that i can get to the point where i can be in the water and not be afraid which i can what i cannot do still is tread water and i don't know when i'm going have a chance to <laughs> maybe sometime next summer but i've convinced myself that i'm just not gonna be good at technology all my friends know it. And I think part of it is because my dad is really bad at technology and really my mom. I, I was giving her a lot of credit, but then I realized from looking at her Facebook page that I don't think she knows what she's doing either. So you come from two parents who are not really about that life, it's easy for it to bleed into you, which is kind of what happened. And I've, I I kind of held myself to the standard of, well, at least I'm not them at least I have social media at least I know how to send an email which is really the lowest bar of anything but that's the standard I was putting myself up to and it's only recently from doing virtual shows from attempting to see what this beat system is like from thinking about the QR codes to just marketing in general I've been thinking about marketing most of the year how to market my business, I have like my merchandise. And I'm like, how do I get that out to the people? How do I get the podcast to hit the most number of people? I had to learn what an RSS feed was, which i never heard of until I had to do this. And so I think it's like, was it? necessity is the mother of all invention? I think that's the phrase. It sounds right coming out, but it could be very wrong. I think at this point I I want to need to be better at technology because I don't like having that over me. I think it's really held back a lot of things that could have already been done. Like this is something, (laughs) this is, little things make me smile. And so when I did the flyer for my last comedy show, which was this past Friday, and it was dope, had a good time, always wilding out, it's, I'm just happy to have it. The next show is the 18th, by the way. I normally just send a flyer that i make directly to people with a little message hey show us this friday hit me up if you have any questions very simple nothing over the top but i've always found that to be kind of mundane and kind of boring but i didn't really know what to do differently i don't use apple music so i know they're like connected where you can drop apple music music to a post and so i just said basically people are getting this very basic and very dry invitation And this past show, I decided, let me just do a little research, see if I can jazz it up a little bit. (laughs) And so, they have a filter that's for the holidays. They have a bunch of them, actually, but it's like twinkling lights, like trees sprouting up. I think there's one with Santa, like, um, dashing across the screen or something like that, whatever. So, I got one that was like these little baby snowflakes that kind of fell over the show. Because I still wanted people to be able to read the flyer. I didn't want there to be so much going on with the Santa stuff that you couldn't see what I'm actually trying to get you to do. So I had some snowflakes falling down. I said, OK, this is cute. But I wanted to put some like music behind it. or I wanted it to be animated. And I guess if you go to your Instagram story and you type music, they give you all these song choices. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to buy music and do all this stuff. And you don't. They have a lot of songs available and I go some of you guys are just you almost turned the radio off listening to this. It's fine. I get it. This is I'm I'm a child on this. But they had like fifty songs available, maybe there's more. And I put a song onto it and so it was snowing with music behind it. I think the song was only on, was on for like seven seconds. And so it was music, snow, and it was my flyer. And I was so proud of it. <laughs> i had one or two people be like oh i see you with the song choice and i was like ah you like it (laughs) it made me so proud and it's so simple and it's so stupid but that's one of the ways i stay happy it's having very little things that people just find yeah that's some regular stuff little things make me happy they always have and that made me so happy because i was like yo next time I want to know if I can make this song longer. <gasps> or have the picture dance around a little bit. <gasps> Who knows? Who knows? I might even do a picture where I throw my voice on it. Or a split screen. What? Who knows? I don't know what I'm going to do next, you know? I just feel like I'm getting this technology bag, you know? I might even just be sending out direct video links. I don't know what I'm going to do, but that little thing, there are people who post social medias three, four times a day. They know all the filter stations. They know how to poach filters from one outlet and put it to another one. They buy filters and they know how to animate stuff. They got a million songs. I'm not them and I don't, I don't want their life necessarily, but I do like the idea of getting better in this particular field. And so it's gonna be a process. I'm gonna watch a lot of YouTube videos. I'll be going down a bunch of rabbit holes, some of which will not be worth it. <laughs> it will not be worth it. But there's gonna be some things that you start seeing. I'm kind of prepping you guys now. You're gonna start seeing some stuff where you're like, yo, did Chris do this? This is actually kind of like technological. And I'm, listen, I'm here. Just wait until like the coolest nerds get back in the studio if, like full time. Cause right now we're like kinda off and on depending on COVID testing and all that stuff. But when we get back for real, I wanna get a two to three camera setup where we're almost doing like audio technician type stuff where we can switch in between speakers and stuff. I'm really trying to take this pod to the next level. <laughs> but also the the production value. Because, but that protective value takes money and or tech savviness. Like we, I've been pricing out microphones for the better part of three months. We we just have the one mic, which is a really good mic, but it's like a omnidirectional mic, so it picks up just a bunch of random sounds too, like appliances and <laughs> cats in the in the backyard and stuff. But we're in the process of trying to find individual mics. For each of the people, so it just picks up our voice for the most part. Then there has to be a soundboard and probably a mixer. And this is all I'm just getting just putting y'all on game. This is all happening in pieces. Like, it's like, all right, how much is the mixer? Our mixer like a hundred. Okay, cool. How much are the mics? Okay, like 15, 20 each. And we're just pricing everything out. I'm sure closer to Christmas, maybe there'll be some kind of dope deal where it's like half off or something and it's like oh well let's just buy this one piece now gather the rest i already have two cameras i believe marvin has a third camera i have two tripods i think he has one so i think we have enough cameras to do the setup but it's just it's going to take some doing the first few shows will be rough 100 percent but you're going to start seeing that production value go up even for my pods like we're still doing them over zoom i guess but once i can start having people back like in front of me and start doing those pods I do plan on it's going to look like Gail's interviewing somebody (laughs) like I want the setup to look nice it's it's going to go It's going to the next level and it's more I guess for my own edification sure I want to be able to know that I can do that and maybe pat myself on the back for that but I do want to do it for the people too I think we have a good product we have a good following You guys have been with me rocking on this podcast for over three years. And I checked the numbers and it's been fairly, it's been very consistent. But you guys for a long time just got my audio. You never got video. And even switching over to doing the videos for the Zoomcast pods we've been doing basically all of COVID. That was a big jump. Because I never really did, did I did a video with Kristen maybe like two years ago. And because I didn't know how to like upload video, I just have the video and <laughs> the video on a flash drive. Just like, hey, man, like, hey, man, are you going to update me, man? Yeah, I just haven't uploaded it at any point. But now it feels so dated that I don't even want to. But there is video evidence that it happened. And then it was just a bunch of audios. So you guys were rocking me just on the audio side. And then we started getting people on the Zoomcast. So you could actually see me. You can see them. And I think it brought more value to the podcast. And it was just something that needed to happen. It, was, it, necess, it necessitated some kind of change. But that was only step one. I want to go up even higher because as cool as the zooms are, there is some lag. I'm aware of it. It's something that I don't love. There's a couple of pod videos that I wanted to repost. But I couldn't because... And the audio, the audio was fine, so it sounded it sounded good to you guys. But the videos didn't come out well because... They were saying really profound and dope stuff. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I can post a clip of this. I want to throw this on YouTube, but because it's over Zoom, it's spotty. And so you would hear their voice sometimes, then they'll get mad pixelated. And I'm not going to put that out to the people. I care about the work too much. And I care about them. I'm not going to have someone do a pod, be interviewed more or less, and then put out a spotty video of them being like, check out my friend. (laughs) Because that looks bad on that man, bad on me. And I don't like that it came out like that because I'm very protective of the work and of my people stuff. So it's, it's made me want to just take it up a notch. If I have the cameras here, like better lighting equipment, all that good stuff, if I can do it and have the means to do it and we are allowed to do it, like me and do it, then why not take it up a notch? There's so many people with podcasts, so many people posting videos, and they're doing them on their phones, they're doing it you know the lighting is whatever white balance is all over the place and they just you know they're just putting them out and it's I just want to separate what I'm doing and what the coolest nerds are doing by just up the quality but somehow I mean in my pod I'm this is my pod so I have to do everything but somehow for the coolest nerds I've kind of been the person doing the uploads to SoundCloud all those videos you've seen uploaded that's all me Surprised <laughs> i know you assumed it was rap for marvin but no it's me i'm the one that ends up getting the files and uploading them to soundcloud and naming everything and making sure the rss feed is cool and that it goes to the various dsps which by the way we're on amazon spotify and apple music currently that's also me which i didn't know anything about any of that stuff they trust me enough to do it which i appreciate because both of them are better at this than i am but i kind of said, "Let me, let me try it." And every now and again, I, I start messing up, and they got stuff in like, "Chris, what are you doing?" I'm like, I, "I don't know, I don't know." I got ahead of myself. I started feeling myself a little bit, but thinking ninety-eight, ninety-nine percent of the stuff that you see uploaded, this is coming from me. Our YouTube, our um, our channel on Instagram, we all take a part in that. But the stuff to YouTube stuff and this like the SoundCloud, that's all my stuff, and. I've told them many times, we're taking this to the next level. We've changed our setup, and it's going to be on me to grow better in this. And they're going to match it because they know some stuff, but they're not necessarily tech geniuses either. So they're going to get better as I get better. And then what happens is you guys get the better result of it. That's my dedication to you. So I don't know what you are gifted at at home. Whatever your gifts are, that's awesome. Lean into them. Find some work. Find some reward in what that is. If there's something you want to get better at, I don't care how old you are, even though I made fun of 75-year-olds earlier, but I got love. I don't care how old you are. You can get better at whatever it is. Sorry, within margins. I'm sure you not. You may not go from you know, zero to like I can build a mainframe from scratch, but whatever it is that you think... I want to get better at. I know a lot of people who want to get better at cooking. I hear it all the time. Oh, I just want to. I want to get better in the kitchen. Okay, you should get a cookbook, or you know, some kind of subscription or a magazine or something. Uh yeah. I just really wish I can bake better. I mean, what's stopping you? Yeah, you might literally burn three cakes in a row, which again, it's hard to do if you just follow the instructions. Like, there's not a lot of free flowingness in baking. Cooking is different. I think cooking is difficult. Especially if you're you're chopping ingredients and you're applying seasonings and you're constantly retaste, retaste, retaste. If you're making something and you're following a a recipe book, as long as you stay more or less close to the recipe, you're probably going to be fine. It just may not look as pretty because maybe you don't know how to make a crust properly, which is 100% fine. Maybe you chop stuff up and it's a little bit oblong. Again, 100% fine. But it'll taste basically like what you want it to taste like. So, just start. Get the materials. Get a cookbook. Look at some YouTube. What's your favorite? Like, you asked me, where should I start, Chris? What's your favorite dish? Oh, I've always liked lasagna, which is actually one of my favorite dishes. I've never made a lasagna. I'm terrified of it. and I'm telling you guys to stop being afraid, so I'm being a hypocrite. I'm going to make a lasagna in the next three months. Book it. There you go. Dedication put myself on the pod so now i gotta be accountable to it but i've always loved lasagna but i just know there's a lot of layers to it and i know it's time consuming and i just didn't want to put myself through it but then i made a a red velvet cheesecake and that took like two hours plus the like day and a half of the cheesecake setting so i really can't say much about time to make lasagna it really just is layers at that point but even something as complicated as that. Just try it a few times. And yeah, don't just start giving it to people until you know it's good. <laughs> I made mean, lasagna. It's like is this supposed to be crunchy? It's like, "Oh. Uh, maybe not." Um I know a lot of guys who wanted to learn how to cut hair during this time, specifically their hair, because barbershops were closed. Again, unlimited videos. I watched a lot of videos over the time. A lot of barbers out here. Who, who want you to subscribe, who, you know, they have custom clippers and stuff. You can learn. Yes, you're going to mess up at first. The back of your head, you may have to, you know, incorporate, you have to have get some hats going. Hats are fairly cheap. You just pull up to a local gas station, get 10 on 2, and walk in and get you a USA hat. Throw that bad boy on. Like, hey, may you support the troops? <laughs> yep. Also, support not showing off my hairline, because I made a mistake. But once you get competent at it, you save yourself a lot of money on barbershop trips. Same thing. Once you learn how to cook a little bit better, you don't have to keep going to these crazy restaurants. Yes, if you want to support your community, support your community. But the idea that oh, I want to, I kind of want to make a quiche. I actually don't know how to make a quiche. I just it just sounds cool. And you just like you look in the kitchen. You got the I know it's eggs and like stuff. (laughs) That's <laughs> that's the key ingredients. You got the eggs and stuff. Yeah, it's all in there. Just just in there. Um, you can just do it. Find your thing that you want to get better at. Minus technology, some is cooking, some is cutting hair, some is communicating better with your significant other. I'm I'm just finishing finishing up a book called The Five Love Languages, and I knew the love languages already because I studied them in college. But the book is more geared towards married people and how you incorporate this into making your marriage stronger. Basically and it didn't have like a gender bias, which I expected. I expected it to be like, oh, women are way better at knowing their partner's love language and guys are just lagging behind, just like, you know, a lot of stuff is. And then it would be like guys step it up. It's really not what it is. It's You can be married and with someone for a long time and not know what really makes them tick. And generally, we do our love language to other people. So, for me, acts of service is my love language. In case you guys didn't know, I don't really care about words of affirmation. Don't really need gifts. I think everybody likes physical touch, but it's not like, and I don't mean just sex, I mean like just like a shoulder rub, hand rub, massages. All that stuff is physical touch. And quality time is probably number two, so if I care for someone, I will typically if I'm not being cognizant of what their love language is, act in that, I would give them a gift I would do something for them that's that's what I am but if someone's were someone's uh love language is you know gifts, not necessarily things of service we may have an issue i'm like hey i vacuumed the floor and you're like but i thought you were going to the mall earlier you didn't get me anything i was like well i'm just going to get a, i'm just going to get a broom <laughs> you keep the broom here's a gift it is more so saying like if your relationship has kind of gone off the rocks and you're starting to feel like the love is fading it's possible like like your emotional love tank is low meaning your partner hasn't been fulfilling your love language needs and so you're just kind of growing apart that was somewhat tangential but i think that helps someone but my point is read books on things you don't understand and if communicating with your spouse which i know a lot of people have been living together this whole time you've been kind of forced around each other so i think there's probably been more fighting a little bit more strife than normal then maybe a time to reset and maybe just from being around each other without those outlets like work and hanging out with friends without those things all the bad is kind of rising to the top it may just be a time to reset hey babe let's let's just almost get back to the basics i remember like like you used to tell your wife all the time how beautiful she was and then you were around her for six straight months you're like again again with chicken <laughs> she wears she gets her hair done and you're like where are you going instead of saying you look beautiful because you've just been around them too long that's when it's the time to kind of reassess, get back to the basics. And be like, oh, baby, you look amazing today. Where are you going? I'm just going to my sister's house. Well, you know, something, I don't know. I don't have a wife. But something like that, like, let them know, like, yeah, you look amazing. Sorry I was crabby this morning. I didn't sleep well. Those little things. So find something you you want to work on. This is my challenge to you guys. You know what I'm working on. At a couple things because I'm not great at a lot of new age stuff. Work on something you want to get better at. That's my call to action. And hit me up. Like, send me little comments and stuff about things you're working on and how you've improved. And you don't have to, like, I don't need a thanks or anything. It's more just pushing people to keep being better, keep being greater. And I do not know if I'm going to keep this theme song for next week. (laughs) Some of you will wonder. I may throw some lyrics over it. I may make it different. Again, this little, this was legit 15 minutes of me just playing with beats and stuff. But I maybe I'll actually like look something up and see if we can make something kind of cool with this. But regardless, thank you guys for rocking with me. As always, love the support. Love you guys. I do this for the people. And I hope it resonates with somebody out there into the world. So, see you next time. Be safe. Stay protected. Keep your immune system strong. And I'll see you next time. Bye.